Hi, I'm Jamie Tran from The Black Sheep. This is Jolie Menina. I'm the founder of SecretBurger.com. Hey, this is Valerie Stunning with Paradise City Creamery, and you're listening to Two Sharp Chefs. Hello, and thanks for joining us. Two Sharp Chefs and a Microphone here. I'm Lorraine Moss, chef and journalist. And I'm Louis Victor, chef and professional food photographer. We started this podcast in memory of one of the best food culture ambassadors of all time, Anthony Bourdain. In his memory, we wanted to do the right thing and build a better sense of community among cooks, chefs, restaurant workers, and food lovers here in Las Vegas and worldwide. Hello. Same old, same old. And, you know, we're talking about... Yes, we're talking about veggies because we have the wonderful Chef Stacy Dugan from Simply Pure in downtown Container Park. She is a badass and you are going to love her episode. But before we get to Stacy, we're going to go to Pandemic Provisions. Yes, Provisions. Provisions. And um, we're talking about vegetables. So I am going to say that my favorite vegetable is the eggplant. And it has, it's actually a nightshade, so it's like a fruit, and it's not really a vegetable, even though we all call it a vegetable. It has seeds, therefore it is a fruit. But my one fun fact about it is that people in the UK actually call the eggplant an aubergine. 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 And that goes yes. back to like ancient Indian Sanskrit, uh, the word aubergine, and um, the origin of eggplants is actually from India. So people in India, they refer to the eggplant as the king of all vegetables. And I agree with them. And I love Indian food. Yours is also a nightshade. Yes. We're going to talk about like tomatoes. Tomatoes. Tomatoes or tomatoes. Every tomato has like a different flavor profile. But interestingly enough, do you know that tomatoes are actually better for you when they are cooked? No, I did not know that because you would think that in the raw sense that it would retain more nutrients. So when they're cooked, it actually breaks down some of the enzymes in it and actually turns that into antioxidants that are better absorbed by your body. It, hmm. There's a slight decrease in vitamin C content. But I mean, who turns the tomatoes to, for vitamin C anyway? Yeah. You know, it's the, the default is orange. But... Tomatoes are actually better for you and more antioxidant rich when they are cooked. Well, that's good news for pizza and lasagna and all that amazing Italian stuff. That Pasta! So we're going to go move on to Stacy Dugan. All right, Louie, we have the fabulous owner of Simply Pure Vegan in downtown Container Park. Hello, Chef Stacy Dugan. How are you? I am doing so well. Thank you for asking. Everything I'm I'm doing well. I'm sleepy. I'm excited. I'm like tired. I'm all because we've been really busy. Um, thank goodness. And so we've been just trying to adjust to the balance. I've been trying to adjust to the balance of being busier from mm-hmm. being so slow, you know, due to COVID, and then uh, balancing that and you know motherhood and all that stuff. So it's been a whirlwind, but I am doing really well. So the past couple of weeks, you've been very outspoken about the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. And it's important to us, and we know it's important to you. So we want to talk to you about why it's 
it's especially important right now to amplify Black voices and to emphasize Black-owned businesses. I can't speak for all Africans throughout the diaspora, but I will say for African-Americans, because that's my experience, is that it's been um, very difficult in the past to just not just like for me with the hurdles of being like an African-American woman that some people may think may be hurdles, but more so me just constantly seeing my brothers and sisters killed in the street. This is something that's not new to our culture, you know, and so it's something that's new to the world now, of course. But the importance is because, look, this has been this has been happening to our people for so long and we've adjusted our our culture around dealing with these types of things. And out of that has come like food and, uh, and dance and music and all these things that have been just a beautiful part, I feel, of a, a 400 year resistance that's just now accumulating into something great and beautiful. So with that being said, the importance now is greater than ever because there's so many black creatives that don't have voices that are now be, have the, um, the capacity to speak out um, a lot of support, you know, I'm super thankful for the allies from other cultures and other races that have come to, like, I just say our aid, because we can't do this by ourselves. Clearly, we've tried to, you know, stand up to the police and things, and it's just always overlooked. And so um, I'm just super thankful to be a Black-owned business and to be an example. You started a program called Buy One, Gift One. Yeah. And talk to us about that and your partners Live to Give and Food Not Ball everybody was talking about Vegas, like they were talking about New York and LA Mm -hmm. because it was historical. The strip had never shut down before. So um, my cousin called, he's like, Hey, you know, I heard about all the layoffs and things that happened. He said, and I want to help you. I know you were affected. So I'm going to send you some money and I want you to take, you know, whatever meals and give it to whoever, you know, needs a meal. Uh, So basically what happens is we have a meal prep service. So outside of the restaurant, we have a completely different menu um, that you can go to and order weekly meals. And we've been doing that since January. It's just now starting to pick up, especially during COVID because nobody was going out to eat. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, our meal prep picked up. Uh, And so every time someone purchases a meal through the meal prep, then we donate a meal to either a family or individual who needs it. So our um, uh, Food Not Bombs came about because they are an organization. They were already giving out meals and things to the homeless community here. And you know, the homeless community increased after everything shut down. So that was a really great partnership. And they really focus on plant-based foods, giving away, you know, healthy meals. And so mm-hmm. that was a really great partnership. And in addition to that, I worked with them already, but it had been like probably six or seven years ago. So I was already familiar with the organization and I knew they were doing great work. And then with Live to Give, so um, they uh, actually have a teacher. They do a lot to support teachers in the Clark County School District. Angel and Leticia run that program, Live to Give. And we started a, uh, a chef a chef inspirations program in let me see, August, September of last year, where I would go into the Clark County School District and I would go to different elementary schools and teach uh, plant-based cooking. So I was doing that every month, uh, starting September of last year. And I, my last class was actually March 10th. And I had 50 students in that class. That was the max because the, the, the program had gotten so popular. So we had a waiting list of teachers who wanted their students to become involved. And I would go in and teach hands-on class. I was full of energy. And I got a kid too. Sometimes I would bring him. um, And it was just really fun. And uh, the students would be able to taste the food. And and it was like stuff that they could get. We would focus on uh, the lower income, you know, schools, um, because I knew that they were the ones that had, I mean, black and brown people, you know, need access to healthy food. And these kids 
need to learn, you know, how to, how to, but they need to be exposed to plant-based cooking. And so I would use things not from like whole foods and all these exotic, you know, ingredients. I would just use like avocado stuff that they could get from Smith's or Albertson. So it's not so out the box, you know, so we did some really creative um, cooking on, you know, hands-on cooking things with them. It was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, the school shut down. And when school shut down, I was like, okay, a lot of these kids depend on the school system to eat. So what's happening here, you know? And so um, we partnered with Live to Give and what they did was they went out and they, they, they got in t- contact with the teachers and the teachers got in touch with the families that they knew needed, you know, meals. And then we, uh, so we give the meals to them as well. How did, how did you get into this? Were you <laughs> vegan right away or Actually, vegan by no, birth? That's a good question. So, you know, we could be on, we can be on this podcast all day talking about like, my- <laughs> My background is actually in music and entertainment. So I, 20 years ago, I used, I was, uh, I did a artist development for Universal Music Group. So I was specifically doing marketing for MCA Records. So that's my background is like, I'm a music uh. fanatic. You know, I, that I interned at Virgin Records. Like I worked at record stores. It's like, I am into it. And so I, at that time I was making a lot of money. You know, I was young. I was like 23, something like that. And um, some friends at the time wanted to open a raw vegan restaurant in Atlanta. I was living in Atlanta at the time. And I was like, a what? I knew what vegan was. <laughs> I didn't know what raw was. And so they were explaining right. it to me. And the entrepreneur in me was like, and they were like, yeah, this is nothing. You know, that's the food is nothing. When you have a raw diet, just so everybody knows what raw is, none of the food is heated over 115 degrees or 100. So that means that you maintain all of the enzymes and nutrients in the food. So they had this concept where they wanted to open up this raw vegan restaurant. So we, I had never done it before. And so I was really just going to be an investor. So I, um, went ahead and, um, opened up this, we went ahead and opened up this restaurant. And so I had to work inside the restaurant and literally it was like blood, sweat and tears. It was crazy. So that's how I learned like on the job, literally on the job training, figuring it out. And, um, the restaurant was really, it was amazing actually. And I had little, you know, people that came in and helped me with different recipes to try to figure it out. Like I didn't just learn on my own. I was you know, at that time, 20 years ago, it wasn't a lot on the internet. You know, it was like, literally, I was just figuring it out, buying raw books and, you know, t- trying different things. We learned that you're originally from Atlanta, and I discovered that you used to develop wellness services for entertainers, and as you were talking about in the music industry, and we read some of those names, Common, Erica Badu, Andre 3000. Yes. What was that like? So, yeah. um, it was so interesting because Atlanta back in the day was, I was in Atlanta when like Outkast, their first album dropped in 94 and I started college. So I went to Spelman College in Atlanta. It's a historically black college. Yes. And I started Spelman in 94. So I'm telling my age, I'm 44. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, that was just during a time, I just happened to be there during a time when Atlanta was just starting to boom in the music industry and it wasn't saturated and everybody was just in it and it was fun and it was new and fresh, you know? And uh, from that came, you know, India Irie, came Ludacris, came, I mean, I used to see all those guys. So when I had the restaurant, it wasn't a big deal at that time for Common to come because Common wasn't as big as Common is now. This was 20 years ago. It was ago. Common. Common was Common. It was Common. He's still the same gracious that I had a chance to see him last year I went to his show and I had a chance to go backstage and meet him and, and see him again or meet him again and I reminded him but he didn't he of course he wouldn't remember you know because <laughs> um, like 20 years ago but it was super awesome and Erica same thing um and uh and Andre 
So Andre's actually been to my restaurant. It was so funny. The one 20 years ago when he came in. So I am an Andre fan. He's like one of the greatest just people, period. And um, when he came into the restaurant, I was kind of tripping. You know, I was like, oh, my gosh. Andre's here because, you know, he dropped <laughs> his first album in 94. I think we opened, I opened up the restaurant. It was by that time, it was like 99, 2000. So he was already Andre at that point, especially in Atlanta. And he came in and he had eaten there before. And he was like, are you the owner? And I was like, yeah. He said, how did you learn how to make all this? And I was like, I don't know. I just figured it out. So speaking of people that are super famous coming to your restaurant. Uh, we saw some really cool pictures. Um, you had Senator Cory Booker from the great state of New yeah. Jersey at your yeah. restaurant with Rosario <laughs> Dawson of all things. Yes. Um, they, yeah, there's there. They were, they are, they were, I don't know if they're still together, but they were a great couple. <laughs> and then, of course, how could we miss this? Uh, President Bill Clinton at yeah. your restaurant, and he was all holding your hand and stuff. Yeah. No, is that like? He's so he's such an, and that's so funny. Like everybody who's really come to the restaurant really has been genuine, just about helping us and really being concerned. And and I have to say that for um, President Bill Clinton. So, uh, funny story, not funny. It's, not, it's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. I'll tell you really quickly how that came about. And I literally got a call. So, during that time, I was about to close. I had gotten an eviction letter from Container Park saying that I had to vacate. And na naturally so, because I couldn't pay the rent. You know, it was just one of those things. You're an entrepreneur. You're trying to figure out. I had a son. I was raising him solo. At that time, he was like two. It was just a lot going on. And so... Um, I, they sent me a nice eviction notice via email saying that I had to vacate. This was President's Day weekend. And um, I was like very distraught about it, of course, you know, because I had been open two years. I didn't want to close. And I just really, honestly, what I did was I just gave it to God. I was like, look, if this is what you would have will from the will that you have for my life, then I can just always go back to being a personal chef, you know, going into people's homes. So that's what I was doing before when I wor was working from open to close. So it was around noon and we uh, and we were unusually busy that day. And um, uh, one of somebody from Hillary's camp called and they I thought they wanted me to just vote for Hillary so I was like look I don't have time y'all gotta call me back and so I, I was so I didn't I didn't know they were calling for I really thought they were calling for time you're getting all those calls like vote for yeah, Hillary yeah yeah right. leave me. I'm busy so they came so somebody they sent somebody to the restaurant um that oh. night I was and they were like hey is Chef Stacy here I peeked my head around the corner by that time I had another employee I peeked my head around the corner and they're like can we talk to you outside and so I talked I talked to them and they're like yeah Bill Clinton wants to come in here tomorrow and I'm like yeah right <laughs> you're like <laughs> yeah, oh, right. yeah sure. <laughs> right and um, they're like yeah he wants to come in tomorrow they kind of gave me a brief synopsis of what happened and they were like you can't tell anybody you can't tell container park management you can't tell your parent your nobody I told my mom <laughs> And I told yeah, my business partner who wasn't here. She actually wasn't here, living here at the time. Um, and so, and uh, he came the next day. And wow. it was amazing. It changed the trajectory of my business overnight, literally. Just wow. by me giving it, I really get that up to my God, though, in the universe. And that whole, I'm really into that because once I let it go, then God was like, okay, let me show you what I can do. You know, and I just stepped out the way. I'm like, the president? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. So we, he he's a beautiful spirit. Um, yes. And then yes. every, and so what most people don't know is that he, every time, so every time he came to Vegas, then he would order from us. Um, he would oh. send secret service and somebody to come pick up the food. And, and um, Hillary Clinton, one time she ordered so much food from us. We have to shut down for like an hour. Cause order. Yeah. It was like, it literally changed the, the trajectory of our business. So I'm forever thankful. And 
Yeah, that was amazing. We've had some crazy stuff just happen in that little 288 square foot space. Yeah, like, what a great yeah. story. And that's one that you're wow. going to share as a exactly. grandkids and stuff. That's how it happened, yep. And then later on that year, I actually moderated a panel with um, with the president, Bill Clinton, and um, about 30 other African-American business owners here in Las Vegas. That was in October um, because they were coming here just trying to get, you know, people to rally up, of course, for the election in November. And I was able to moderate that panel with him. And, you know, he knows me, which is crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? talk, so we were talking behind the scenes and he's like, how you been? How's everything? He's like, I'm going to get my nachos afterwards. And I'm like, this is the president telling me that he's coming to get nachos after I moderate. <laughs> Mind boggling, right? <laughs> like, okay, it's like, I'm, ready. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. First Whatever. name basis. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Whatever. Let's let's get it. Let's get it going. We want to hear more about four and twenty. Yeah. So tell us what that is and if it's coming back. Yeah. So four and twenty is a fine dining dinner experience that was created by a couple of friends of mine. Um, we and, and my business partner McKinney, of course. And what it is is four. It stands for four courses, twenty guests, and so it's a cannabis infused fine dining dinner experience. We were just doing CBD. But um, we were doing it once a month. It would be at a secret location. Um, mm. We would charge, you know, a, a certain amount of money. It was, I think it was $90. We would charge a, a ticket. We would always sell out because it's only 20 seats. It was very exclusive. We would only have it at, like, really private, intimate spots in Vegas. And the only people that knew about it were the people that... You wouldn't know about it until the morning of, like, where the... Um, mm. uh, it, where the where, where the event was taking place, mm-hmm. so it was amazing, and we we really like with no cameras, no phones. We wanted everybody to enjoy the experience, and so all of the courses there were four courses, and all of the courses were infused with uh, CBD or cannabis, and there were um, themes to the courses. So one theme we had was um, of the elements. So there was fire, water, earth, and air, and I created a dish centered around those four four dishes, those four courses, or those four elements. We did a music theme one time where we had the music. Um, I, I chose four songs that had food in the title, and I created a dish around that, and then we would serve. And this is fine dining, so we have servers coming, you know, laying the plates down, picking them up, and then the song would play as the dish was being um, served, and I would come out and introduce each course. It was fire. Like yeah. it really was. Yeah. Why we stopped it was because uh, we did. I didn't have a team behind it, so it was me and my business partner, McKinney, doing everything. It's way too much. So yeah. we're gonna bring it. Are we bringing it back? Absolutely. So since mm-hmm. we're talking about that, um, we're gonna move on to okay. Chef Show and Tell. Show and Tell. <laughs> we're pretty excited about this because I know for right. a fact we've never seen this before. What do you got for us, Chef Stacy? I, I bet you here a new toy. The magic butter machine. Oh my gosh! Wait. Whoa! Magical butter machine. Can you guys see it? Okay, there's a magical you know what butter it looks machine. Like? Magical butter machine. So this yeah. is like I said. I started making edibles, cannabis okay. for those who you know are not following this all the way. <laughs> weed edibles. Um, and but really experimenting more with the oil and mm-hmm. how I can get the oil because I wanted I want to do something really healthy. Like I'm trying to do tinctures and oils and things mm-hmm. that. People take medicinally because I believe in the healing power of this plant. That's the only reason why I'm so adamant about, you know, um, or I'm so involved in it. I'm investing, you know, in it. So the magical butter machine is, oh, you want me to hold it up again here? Yeah. yeah. Like, show it to us how it works. So yeah. So what it does is. It looks like a tofu maker, actually. Here it is. <laughs> and this is the inside. Basically. Okay. Ah, okay. Our flour in here. 
put this here, you set a bunch of buttons, and it, it does, the, it makes the oil for you. So, because traditionally, oh. make oil, if you make oil traditionally, you have to do it on the stove, you have to monitor yes. the temperature, right. the whole thing, yeah. just monitor the temperature and the time, so literally I can do it and oh. go to And then it wow. agitates it. Yeah, it does, see? It so, wow. So it's wow. like a circulator, a sous vide circulator. Exactly. Like and it, enclosed. During time regulated. Yeah. Wow. Or, or, and you can do tinctures and oil out of this. So I'm going to start doing tinctures as well. So, so. yes, I got so. you. Like, I've, I've been, I've only used it once, honestly, because I've been doing yeah. it the old fashioned way, which was, it takes up a lot of time. Yeah. So what other applications apart from like, you know, like tinctures and oils, what, what does it, what else can it do? That's all it does. I think it's tinctures and with butters. Ah, okay. Butters. And they do, you know what? I have to look at the, the only thing I was interested in doing was the tinctures and the oils. I can do butters because I'm doing all vegan uh-huh. so right. and butter, but I'm not sure about that because it's a lot of hydrogenated oils. I'm really trying to keep it you know, nice and clean. So I'll be doing olive oil. I'll be doing coconut oil. I've already done coconut oil. Um, and I'll be doing tinctures, like the alcohol tinctures. Yeah. That's wow. so awesome. Right, I know. I that it. is so unique. It's so unique. And I, I bet you will never run into anybody yeah. who's bring the magical butter <laughs> I mean, machine. Maybe a couple of people that, I don't know anybody here that has it, but then I don't talk to a lot of people about, you know, not a lot of people know that I make oils and stuff and I really just do it you know at home all right it's our favorite time 60 seconds rapid fire questions Louie get your timer ready it's ready and And oh your quarantine comfort food ice cream cat or dog person a dog sativa or indica uh sativa best binger worthy show Woo! Oh goodness, let's see. Um, I don't know. I don't watch shows. That's I'm the worst person to ask. Blackish? I don't know. I don't, I, don't I love that show. That's a great yeah. choice. Watch it. <laughs> uh, dream place to travel and eat? Uh, Bali, Thailand, that area. Ooh, it's yeah. wonderful. Have you been? No. Uh, childhood food craving. Peach cobbler. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Actually, yes, peach cobbler hard to get a good one. My business partner makes a good one. Uh, what's your favorite veggie from a vegan? <laughs> uh, broccoli. Broccoli. I like, I could eat broccoli every day. Well, are we talking about like ve- green vegetables? Or are we talking about like starchy vegetables? Because I love potatoes. My favorite vegetable is potatoes. Oh, <laughs> all right. Whatever you like. I'm a potato. <laughs> I can eat potato any kind of way. It doesn't matter. I can eat baked potatoes every day. I love french fries. That's my bites. Yes. Yeah. But, like, my favorite green vegetable is probably broccoli. I like that a lot. Most inspiring kitchen music. That's a big one for you. Yeah. It's a big one. Uh, right now, or, mm-hmm. or um, probably St. John. I've been on him a lot lately. You heard of him? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, wait but. till I put you on to St. John. Yeah. Please. Please. Oh, we love when people on. put us on to new music. Yeah. Oh, I got into Little Dragon because of Chef Gina, so I'm right. super excited I'm, about it. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Um, last thing, your dream job. Or are you in it? Yeah, I'm in my dream job. You know what I want to do next? I would like to be married and be a, wi- a wife. All right. Oh. A, right, yeah. That's like, true, that's true. Uh, yeah, because I haven't, I've done a lot in my life, but I've never been married and like had that like home thing where you go, your husband comes home and you're like, oh, I cook for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like, oh my God. 
I would like to do that. So that's my dream job. That's the next dream job. But as as far as like working in my profession, like I love my profession. I would I want I want to get back into the music somehow, some way. So and wow. and and blend the two, but. We're there. We're, we're there. I think things are coming along pretty good. So find a way. We'll definitely find a way because I, I I'm still trying to find my way to blend my two professions. And this podcast is the baby, actually. So this yeah, great. This is great. Thank you for the platform. Seriously, I appreciate oh, it. No worries. Yeah. All right. No worries. Speaking of the platform, let's go ahead mm-hmm. and sell it. Stacy Dugan, sell it anything you want. Anything I want. You know what I want to sell? I don't even want to sell the restaurants. People, we've been around a while and I, you know, again, want to always express my gratitude and appreciation. And that's really what I want to sell. It's like during this time, even though people's, we, our emotions are all over the place. There's a lot going on. It's crazy times we're living in. But honestly, what's kept me like focused and happy and is just like the the love that I have for humanity and the love I have for, I have for myself. And um, just staying focused, staying calm, staying peaceful, positive. So if I could give anybody any kind of something to walk away with, it would be that. Because that's something that everybody can apply. Like, you can be nice to somebody. You can think a good thought instead of, you know, thinking a bad thought. I know it's hard sometimes, but I meditate a lot as well. Like, well, not a lot. I meditate once a day for 15, 20 minutes. But it helps clear my mind so that I can receive, you know, from the universe and really just flow with things. So if I could leave anything, it would be just, like, do your best to just maintain your happiness and your peace especially during this time because it's gonna work out positive vibes your way and uh, also good thoughts for you know whatever you need to kind of focus and get that uh dream of yours to have like a husband to cook for out into the universe for you and uh yeah publicly (laughs) saying that are you accepting applications for husbands a shameless plug on this show right now you know what i may as well start like i haven't it's funny because you know so you can imagine my son you've seen him he's five yeah. The restaurant is six years old. So wow. I, you know, you've been busy. I've been busy. I, for the past five or six years, I haven't really dated. I haven't really done anything. So now I'm like, he's older. He can take care of himself. He can make a bowl of cereal. I can go out, you know? So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Swipe right on Stacy. Right. <laughs> time. It's time for a husband. <laughs> All over Thank you. you so well, much. You know, somebody, somebody can call Nick Cannon for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so right. much. That's Stacey Dugan, Simply Pure. Nice to all see right. you. Thank you, y'all. I appreciate you all. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Two Sharp Chefs in a Microphone. We love subscribers almost as much as we love food. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review. And check out Two Sharp Chefs. That's with a number two on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our WordPress blog. Email us with any questions and ideas at twosharpchefs at gmail.com. And Louie, we stream new episodes every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. It's been a pleasure. We're 86th. Till next week.